When I read your Bible, when they brought Rebecca, he said, is that my Lord over there? He said, yes. That's it. Not kneeling as a Rebecca. Here am I on my knees. Wanting you to comfort me. Oh, rubbish and nonsense. The Lord is good. <laughs> Let's go back with it. So you have done all that Chris and here I'm on your case, alright? So you have, <laughs> you have done everything to your surprise. You didn't there's nothing she wants to think about it. Then she thinks about it. I say it looks like it is not pleasing to the Lord. Ah, I'm 18 months. You know what I'm saying? Investment of time, prayer, energy, everything. All the romantic, you have written poem. They don't know what you are, whether you are Walesho, Solomon. You know, you don't write poem. Even you, you, you are almost starting your own album label because you've written songs. This is sacrifice of praise. You will just look at it and say, only the Lord could have said to her, no. Don't be angry. These girls, I don't know what's wrong with them. They'll be deceiving you. You don't believe in God when you talk like that. You'll say, only the Lord could have said no. And for that reason, your heart is broken, slightly. I mean, but you will walk on it. This heart, you will not break up. You will worship and thank God. You will give thanks. And you'll be praising God who said no. Are you getting my point? It is not the woman. She's not the one. It is God that said no. That's the praise we are talking about. It is God that said no. It's not that woman. The man who forget to approve payment you know, for your ticket so that you guys can travel. is not the one. It's God that just said no. Don't forget. There was a time Joseph was in prison. He helped a man. A connected man. You can imagine that they imprisoned them. Papa Sunday Fashola. And then you now let him know that, ah, okay, it, I know what happened. I had the vision. And the Lord said, you should go and investigate this account, this account, this account. It's in this bank, in this bank. There's a man who signed those transactions. He's the one that's responsible. And true, true, he calls somebody he knows. Yes, he finds out. And next day, they release him. And he says, ah, praise God. Though. After all, he's a right-hand man, you know, in Asorok. He's a big power man there. So you are waiting for, I say, okay, please, when they... You know, now that you are being released, remember me. I'm just a lowly officer in the bank. Now, access bank at the work. I'm not doing Are you getting my point? That day, I didn't even come to work until now. I was late that day. The fraud took place at 8 30. But they said they used my cubicle. And Fashola believes you totally. And he says, Look, my guy, don't worry. This is injustice. These policemen would not do their work. It's injustice. Just watch out for me. And he leaves the place. Six months. One year. Ah, uh-uh. Two years. And you see him on television. Once in a while, you, see, you hear news. So he even came to the area where your prison is. And he's there. Commissioning project. In fact, there's now constant power in your prison because of him. <laughs> Normal human being. Useless. Human beings are ungrateful. You finish helping them. They don't remember you. That's a, that's a human mindset. But the man, the woman who understands the praise of God, doesn't reason like that. How does he or she reason? Say, God has not granted me deliverance by his hands. That's exactly what happened to Joseph. But remember Joseph's case? 
the time God said the man should remember. The, you know, the man was angry with himself. He said, oh, God, forgive me. Ah, I forgot this young man totally. Two years ago, my Lord Pharaoh, you remember you were angry with me? You put me in prison. Do you know how I came out? There was a young, young man that was in prison with me who gave a revelation. Ah, I forgot, oh, God, forgive me. But you know the truth? It was God that said, this is the season to remember Joseph. That is what I'm calling praise now. So when you are talking to people, that's what I'm talking about. This is how you reason. This is how you reason. What are you doing? You are ascribing to God the glory due his name. It's not just one want to pray, pray, you know, time, prayer time. Let's raise our hands. Let's worship the Lord. Like I said the other time, you start worshiping him as God that makes the stars. Oh, Lord, I made the stars. You made a hundred billion galaxies. We have been told that in each galaxy... There are a hundred billion stars. Oh, we worship you. Oh, God. God that made the seas and God that made the planets. You will make more planets. Keep on making. <laughs> then they say salaries have not been paid. The problem is in Nigeria is a problem of rulers. The rulers don't care about the, the, the welfare of the citizens. This country is useless. We're not going anywhere. Why are we going to die? Why won't we die? The rulers don't care. You know why? As far as you are concerned, God can only make stars. He can make moon. He can make seas. But as for your salary, he doesn't have power over it. He's a bloody politician. That's power of salary. As for your progress and promotion... God has released that one to PDP and to APC. But to make stars, he's busy. He's so busy making stars, he doesn't remember you have issues down here. So you have to solve your own issue by yourself. We run away from one place and go to another. Say, America, I worship before thee. You that guarantees progress for everyone that come unto thee. We worship before thee. We swear allegiance to thine flag. As for that God, he's busy making stars. But you, you make millionaires. You make food. You make destiny for the children. America, we worship. You have a brother too? Yes, Europe. Ah, Angela Merkel, we come to thine country as thou art legalizing homosexual marriages. Thou are putting it to vote right now. Does it matter? DOD alone can guarantee the future. Angela Merkel, please let us in. Even as you are Brexiting, Britain, don't worry. We will bre- exit with you. Because once we are in D, the future of our children, our grandchildren, secure. Our God is a great God when it comes to making stars. Our God is a great God when it comes to history. He delivered Jericho out of the hand of the Israelites. You've forgotten the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the praise we offer every day. Why? That's how we discuss. When we are in prayer, we don't say what these things do. We don't say these things when we are in prayer. We don't say these things when we are in prayer. But the Bible said, those, those that fear the Lord spoke often one to another. And the Lord heard. And the Lord heard. But back to the scripture we are reading. He said, the Lord, while they were praising, what is praise again? When you're talking with your wife, say, don't worry, the Lord will take care of it. Don't worry, the Lord will take care of it. That man refused to help us. Don't worry about him. Our help belongs to God. It comes from the Lord. We don't lift our eyes to the, our eyes to the hills. 
From God comes our help, the maker of the heavens and the earth. If one door closes, he will open another door. Don't worry, I didn't get that job. Another job is coming. <clears throat> another job is coming. I don't have to work in that company. We can have our own business. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for today's disappointment. Thank you that we don't have the food we'll have loved to eat, but what you gave us is our manna for today. We eat the food, one leftover rice, no meat, no chicken. We rejoice over it. It starts tasting nice. And as a matter of fact, rejoice over deficient food like that. God puts in vitamins you are not even aware. He will do that. No, take my word for it. He will do that. He will do it. Rejoice over food. He puts minerals and nutrients inside you did not know you needed. Your food that looks dry will contain more nutrients than the man that has a sumptuous table set before him. Why? You started it with rejoicing and thanksgiving. That scripture we're reading. Let's go back there. So when they began singing and praising, the Lord set ambushes against their problems. When they were praising God in their bedrooms, the man, his wife, a friend to a friend, over a bottle of you know, soft drink, they're just talking about the situation of the country, the Lord began to solve problems. Not, listen to me. Not why they were discussing the problem, but why they were praising I hope you are getting my point here. While they were what? Praising. While they were praising, the Lord began to solve problems. While they were saying that, listen, my progress is not where I go to or where I don't go to. It is of the Lord. While he's saying that, God is cursing one man. Suddenly, then God will just wake up with one idea. Or innocent will say, look, we are tired of putting our plastic industry here. We are moving over to this side. You know why? God just wants him to create employment next to you. Do you understand my point? A man says to you, Ah, except you leave Enugu and move to Port Harcourt or Lagos, there will be no opportunity. And you say to him, Not from the east, not from the west, not from the south, comes exhortation. Promotion does not come from any of these places, but God is, ju- is judge. He brings that one and he lifts up another. Listen, it's not running up and down. God will open the door for me. Now, we're not praying, no. We're just responding to a statement made by an unbelieving Christian. An unbelieving friend. While they were praising, see what I'm saying? It is that praise time that the Lord set what ambushes. So what happens at that time, if you are saying it, God suddenly wakes somebody up, say, hey, go and open a branch in a back of the there. He said, go and open. He said, you are manufacturing all the way in Lagos. You distribute in Onitsha. All right? And the other part, why, why, how do you penetrate Onitsha? You know, they start telling all kinds of stories. You need to penetrate further. So let's open a regional office in the back lake. All the people qualified to handle regional office, they've all gone to Lagos, Abuja, and Patagos to look for jobs. You're the only one still hanging around. It appears like. The day you wanted to travel, you got to auto start late. All the buses had gone. You see how angels work? You wanted to travel, everything got scuttled. You got to a place late. You, know, you didn't have enough money. And that's why you are around. You not know, because, you know, please read my book, Guided by the Spirit. It's not every time the Holy Spirit will say to you, my son, my daughter, thou shall arise and wait behind. <laughs> he says that once in a while. But I've realized that Abraham all his life heard the voice of God like that in, in a handful of times. Abraham that God even encountered so strongly. Just a handful of, a handful of times. Just a handful of times. 
Most times he leads, you don't even know he's leading. That's also the praise of God for you to know he's the one leading you. I told one of our sisters here, she was around last um, Bible study. One day she, she was used to be in Enugu, she went to school here. She was traveling home to Abuja and she got to the park. Then bikes were allowed in Enugu. She took a bike, went, stop, stop. The bike man refused to stop and blew past where she was going and finally stopped in front and said, sorry. Hey, look at the bus I wanted to enter. The story, story. The story, I can't remember the details now. But the man now said, please enter this one now. So she entered that one. The other one ran into a fuel tanker and killed everybody. She beheld it with her eyes. It's not every time the Holy Spirit come and say to you, my daughter, thou shalt not take this bus. Check the other one. A bike man can be the Holy Spirit messenger for the day. It was a day, because I had to teach here. I had, to, I had a flight to catch in Lagos, international flight, 9 p.m. That everybody says is the wrong thing. Uh, that road was bad, you know, hold up and all of that. So I said, okay, they said, how do you get there? Of course, the easiest thing is take a flight. Of course, you get to Lagos. But that time, everybody cancelled that if they cancel your flight, you miss your international flight. So the most reliable thing then, funny enough, was to go by road. Because the flights were not reliable. When I went to buy my ticket, you know, somebody, I stood there. Yeah, Lagos tomorrow. The guy said, please excuse me. She took a call. Took a call, hung the phone, and said, hey, you said you wanted one, sir? Yeah, please, I want you one of your CNNs. Can I have a seat? Oh, I just saw the last ticket. That, that phone call was the last ticket, too. Like what? <laughs> I'm standing in front of you. You sold my ticket to somebody who's calling you from somewhere. Hey, sorry, sir. I have to travel tomorrow morning. It was at Autostar here. Then you go by one of our bigger buses. I looked. Very reluctantly, I paid for that one. Next morning I came. I was sitting inside my own seat. One man came. He, I came, he may come from Ogu or something. He put for one of those Sienas. But because before he came from any one of the neighboring towns, before he arrived early in the morning, that bus had gone off. So he was still getting angry. So they put him inside the bus with, with me. And because that one is the other one that he paid for is more expensive. So he expected a refund. They said, which kind of refund? It's you that did not come now. <laughs> I won't do you a favor. Anyway, make a long story short. Okay, what happens is that I was my boss, so they came and said I should move. And then the driver of another bus came and said, Sir, do you want to join my bus? I'm moving now. So I said, Look, I choose where I sit. He said, Come and check. I think you have a comfortable seat. So I went to his bus, check. I said, Okay, this will be comfortable. So I, he moved me to his seat, to, to his seat there. Then the other man came, joined us in there, and we took off. Do you know? When we got to Ore, and I saw cars extending you know, into the horizon. You know, every direction. No idling to go. No, they were inside the bush, peeing, poo-pooing. You know, they had left the vehicle. Everybody had disappeared. This vehicle is not going anywhere. When I looked to the front, ha, I said, brethren, continue praying. You know, what's up? Now, part of the problem is that they were constructing on one side of the road. The holdup was, of course, you know, they were stretching for kilometers, kilometers. We're inside. Then suddenly one man came removed the barrier between one side and the other side of the road. This side had just been surfaced, you know, shining new. They just finished leveling it, so they just opened it. Now, beyond that one was kilometers in front. Just opened one side, and were just like three or four cars behind that place. So the vehicles just turned one, two, three. Next thing, we just joined. 
and boom, six feet. <laughs> Remember the, the, the guy who was complaining about his Siena that they moved into our bus? We saw all the auto star vehicles that left before us. Every single one, they were queued up inside the long hold up. You know, they couldn't reverse into that place. Brother, I got to Lagos on time. I had time to have a bath. You know, freshen up well. My brother was, he had my, because he was going to pick my visa for me from the embassy. He came and met me. He and another of our brothers took me to the airport. You know, I got there on time, feeling very, and I changed because if I'm going to the US, I wear African clothes. I don't wear jeans and t shirts. No, it's, it's, I'm not saying you should do like me, just me. It's just me. I don't want, don't mistakenly think I'm an American black. I'm not. I'm Nigerian. I, and I like it. I like it like that. I like it like that. So there's no mistake. I had time to change into my robe, you know. All the other guys that bought the tickets, I don't know when they got to Lagos. So, now, you know, it's sweet now to say, tell the story. When they were making that call and taking my seat, if I didn't understand the praise of God, I would have been quarreling with the girl. But by that time, I had understood. I said, no, the Lord just took that ticket and said, that one is not yours. Yeah. The Lord just said, that one is not yours. That one is not yours. That's what I mean by the praise of God. But let me just emphasize this again. It was why they were praising. The emphasis now being on, let's not, it's not just let's praise God so that he can kill our enemies. No. When we are praising normally, when we are talking normally, God starts moving things on our behalf. Our words, that's where praise is. It's not just when we raise our hands. When we are talking, that's where praise is. Oh, why is the business not doing well? We have a wrong location. We have taken praise away from God. Why did this man get the job and he didn't get it? You know, he got there early. Success is knowing, have you heard that lie before? Success is knowing how to be at the right place at the right time. Sounds very nice, right? But you know it's totally meaningless. If you ever hear that thing, know it's meaningless. Because how do you determine the right place? <laughs> Even the law of quantum mechanics tells you you cannot tell the position and the velocity of a, of a particle at the same time. God knows that it is not possible to know the right place at the right time Ahead of that time, it's always known behind. It's what, when, you are, when the time has passed, when you were not in the right place at the right time, you now open your mouth and be disgracing yourself. <laughs> See, success is about being in the right place at the right time. I strategically located myself, and, just, and people will be paying to listen to your lies. And I call you a, a motivational speaker. Most of the people have been motivated, have been confused. They motivated them into destruction. They've lost everything. But you won't know because nobody gives any microphone to share testimony of how I failed. Say, brethren, do you have testimony of failure today? Yes, I have. I was motivated into destruction. Praise God. Nobody will allow you that. It is not possible to know the right place ahead of the right time. Your times, your seasons belong to God. So how are we succeeding? First thing you say, we thank God. It's God's favor. How did the fever manifest? Oh, there was a particular day. I happened to be in so so and so and so place. You get my point? That's praise. Now, when you give God praise like that, you, you don't take hope away from other people. Because when you give praise to your certificate and your connection, you've taken hope away from those who don't have it. Are you getting my point here? Yeah? Those who don't have those things, they've lost hope. They've lost hope. 
But you are supposed to describe the praise of God all the time. What am I saying to us today again? That when we do that as a matter of habit, that is when he starts working on our behalf. It's not really like, because faith is activating spiritual matter. You understand? That's what faith does. When you are doing that, you are actually activating spiritual substance. Things start moving on your behalf. Somebody says, ah, oh, if you don't go to Abuja, you know you can't, you can't make it in this, in this ministry thing. You say, forget it. God is judge. Just by saying that, God rearranges their activities around where you are. Just by saying that. Because as we were singing and praising, the Lord sent ambushes into the camp of the enemies, into the camp of poverty, into the camp of unemployment, into every camp. That is how God sends ambushes inside there. When people are doing what? Praising and singing. When from their hearts they are appreciating that God is actually the one that is in charge of every aspect of my life. Let's read one more scripture and then we'll just, um, no, let's not bother reading it. I'll just quote it. That Exodus chapter 20, which we have read many times. He said that, what's the third commandment? Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. But we have learned it here. What does it mean? Literally in the Hebrew, this what, you can read the Young's literal translation. He says, you shall not take the name of the Lord thy God for a vain thing. Now, many of us look at it as if, don't take the name of God and call it in vain. Don't say, he, Jesus, why did you cross the road? They say, we are taking the name of the Lord in vain. Don't swear and say, Jesus, God will punish you today. It's the name of the Lord in vain. Those things, they're not good yes. Don't use the name of God anyhow, I agree. You shouldn't use God's name anyhow. But that's not what he was saying. What he was saying is that, Let's go by it again. The first three commandments. First one is what? Thou shalt have no other God before me. So God says, in effect, I'm the only God, don't have any other God. So, you've gotten to know God, the Father of our Lord Jesus. He's the only God. You don't go to any other God. Somebody will not give you another name, say, we're all seven the same God. Don't answer them. It's not true. If you God, your seven is not the God, the Father of the Lord Jesus, me and you are not seven the same God. That's one. Two. What's the second commandment? Don't make any image. This God, Moses said to them, you didn't see him. You only heard a voice. He doesn't have a form. So how do you make an image of what you did not see? So number two, thou shalt not make any image. Then number three, he said, thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God for a vain thing. Now what that means is simple. One, we have agreed it's only for them, Jehovah. Let's use the common name that people will use now. That's their God, fine. Two, they are not going to make any image. But many times they will go into beautiful places and they will see lovely temples that have been built. Of one elderly man, handsome, like Zeus, the Greek god, Zeus, maybe made of gold. And you will say, well, we didn't make it. Let's just call this one, let's remove the name Zeus from the temple and put the name Jehovah on it. That was the third commandment. Don't take the name of the Lord thy God and place it on a vain thing. Idols are vain. And like I said to us before, Christians, we have done a lot of that. We did a lot of that. We we'll take a vain festival, remove the name, baptize it with a new name, and call it Christmas. It's a festival of lights, festival where people celebrated all kinds of gods. The church came and said, let's continue celebrating, but this time around, let's put another person's name on it, and they called it Christmas. We did that with Easter. Jesus died on Friday, rose up on Sunday. Fat life. Jesus could not have died on Saturday, Friday and risen up on Sunday. That would have been two days and two nights. 
The Son of Man had to be in the belly of the earth like Jonah was for three days and three nights. But we just took some of these vain festivals and baptized them with the name of our God. But God said you shouldn't do that. Alright? The Lord said you should not do that. So, what is it in our own life? How do we put the name of the Lord our God on a vain thing? It is simple. Why am I succeeding? Were it not for my uncle, I will be dead today. Can you see that? Yes. I, we have taken the name of the Lord and placed it on your uncle. I was not doing well until I got to America or I got to Australia or I got to South Africa. Thank God for South Africa. That is where progress is. You have taken the name of the Lord your God and placed it on a country. Are you getting my point? Some people do it. Ever since I connected with this ministry, the God of this ministry, we don't realize how bad it is, but we do it. Take the name of the Lord our God and put it on a commission. And that's how we use it. The God of this commission. <laughs> Very funny. What is, no, it's, we do that. We do that. Believe me, I believe in men of God. We're operating the gospel, okay? But there is nothing like, you know, when I attach myself to this commission, that's when prosperity came. Don't make such statements. When you attach yourself to Jesus, prosperity comes into your life. Progress comes into your life. Deliverance comes into your life. Yes, a ministry may have helped you discover Jesus. That is true. But don't ever mistakenly ascribe that glory to their name. Come and testify. Oh, when I came here, I heard the word of God. I've been so tremendously blessed. Jesus has done this for me because he's doing it elsewhere. Oh, he's doing it elsewhere. He's doing it elsewhere. He's doing it elsewhere. He's doing it everywhere. Not everybody has a megaphone. They can't pay for newspaper and all the publicity. There are pastors that can't buy expensive suits, but they are doing miraculous things, eh? But they don't, have the, they don't have anything to publicize it. You know, you've heard of uh, the modern day release of the power of God. Azusa Street. You've heard that before? Azusa, yeah, Azusa, Azusa. Yeah, Azusa, Azusa, Azusa. That was when the power of God came back into this. Huh? Was power of God in Azusa? Yes. Was that when he come, came back? No. Go and read Demos Shakarians. Go and read the story. He said, when they arrived in America, and Demos' grandfather was looking for work. They stumbled on Azusa Street and said, ah, ah, the thing we left behind Armenia, they have it here too. Yeah. Did you hear what I said? Yes. When they got to Azusa Street and saw the demonstration of the Spirit, people falling under the power, people speaking in other tongues, people preaching with fire, visions, revelations. They said, eh? You mean America also has the Holy Spirit? They left and listened to me. That Holy Spirit used to come from Russia. I'm not joking. I am not joking. No, go and buy the book now. I'm not, I'm not telling you stories that are manufactured. Go and read the book, The Happy, Happiest Full on Earth. The Happiest Full on Earth by Demo Shakara. It's in there. There were Russians that used to come down to Armenia. They were the ones that used to bring that power with them. Demo Shakara's father was a skeptic until one of them had the, an interesting manifestation. That was the day he believed. When he got to the U.S., that's the Demoshakarian's grandfather. When they got to America and they were looking for work, one day they stumbled on Azusa Street and they said, Eh, the Holy Spirit is also here. Oh, God is wonderful. That is, are you getting my point? But because they did not produce the newspapers, they did not produce the modern literature, we assumed that it was just Azusa Street. An American's typical braggadocious American attitude here. Yeah. God remember the modern generation by pouring his grace. 
We thank God for their lives, but don't be fooled. Are you getting my point? Because God is in one commission, He's in the, no, another church down the road that's not even commissioned. They are just there. <laughs> the Lord is good. It's the praise of God I have spoken about. Let's rise to our feet. Let's rise to our feet. Let's rise to our feet. The power in praise is released as we praise and we sing unto him in our private moments. Not just when we are in church. Let's begin to give thanks. Let's just take a few private moments here and ascribe the glory due to his name to him. I just feel like saying this. Let's start with the negative things in your life. Things you wanted to achieve. You understand? The job you wanted to get, you did not get. You know, the promotion you wanted, you didn't get. The marriage you wanted that did not happen. The connection that did not happen. The child that you wanted to have, you did not have. First of all, start with giving God thanks there. Start with that. Start thanking him that he's indeed your God. The devil is not. The witch is not. Society is not. Thank him for those negative things. Oh, listen, he knows how to make things work together for good. He knows how to. I was saying that earlier. He knows how to make things work together for good. Just begin to thank him for that. Say, Lord, I thank you. Just, Lord, I thank you for the things that didn't work out the way. You know what you are talking about. You specifically mentioned it. Because he's in your life. He's in your life. Say, maybe it was because of what you did wrong. Say, thank him. He's a fair and just judge, but he's a merciful judge. Yes, yes, because of what you did wrong, that is true. That was a, a case of judgment. That is possible, very, very possible. But it could have been worse were it not that he was merciful. So thank him for the mercy. Say, Lord, thank you for mercy. Thank you for mercy. I lost money. Thank you. I could have lost 10 million, but I lost only 10,000. Thank you. Thank you. I could have been in debt, but I lost only what I had already. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's not the devil. It's not the devil. It's not the devil. The devil is only an accuser. He's only an accuser. When he's accusing, Jesus is actually petitioning the Father on your behalf. God stays the hands of judgment. He stays the extent of judgment. He said, well, not that the Lord shortened the days of the tribulation. None will have been saved. That means God can shorten the day so that you are delivered. So thank you for your deliverance. Thank you for your deliverance. Thank you for that deliverance. Say, Lord, I thank you. Say, Lord, I thank you. Let's worship him. Ascribe to him the glory that is due his name. Now begin to declare after me, say in the name of Jesus. My life is not an accident. I declare, God my father is king. He is in charge of my life. My life is not an accident. He is working in me. He is working around me. He is my God. He is my father. He is my judge. He is a fair judge. But he is also a merciful God. Say, I abide in his mercy. He is watching over me carefully. He is arranging my life. My life is in his hands. I want you to say that like you believe. Say, my life is totally, 100% in the hands of my God. It's not in the hand of the devil. It's not in the hand of witches. Listen to this. It's not in the hands of chance. It's in the hands of God. Say, I declare and I commit to that arrangement again. I say, Father, you are my God. My life is in your hands. I declare my life is in your hands. Say even the negative things. You are working in them and bringing them for good. 
as it is written, all things work together for good. Because I love the Lord and because I'm called according to his purpose. Say all things work together. Even though they appear negative, they work together for my good. I am going somewhere great. I am fulfilling my destiny. Now listen to this. Don't ever forget. When Joseph was being sold into slavery, it did not look good. Look, and those stories, this happening, in fact, it has happened to you already. You said you had a problem last year. They fired you from somewhere. That you are now in prison, amen? amen. Uh-huh. Just stay in prison and enjoy it. And that is a matter of fact. It's a matter of fact. The king will soon send for you and lose you. Amen. Yes, even the rulers of the people. He will set you on the throne that God has prepared for you. Amen. But right now, we are giving thanks. Say, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, name of Jesus I, give I give thanks for being sold into slavery. Yeah, we're talking as if we're Joseph now. Lord, I thank you for wrong accusation. Lord, I thank you for the hatred of my brothers. Lord, I thank you for Mrs. Potiphar. Lord, I thank you for Potiphar that did not listen to me, but sent me into prison. Thank you for the prison in Egypt. Lord, I thank you for my, for my co-inmates. Say, Lord, I thank you because I'm in prison. I thank you because I'm working for you in prison. Yeah, it's important. Say, wherever I am right now, I am doing your will. Wherever I am right now, your purpose is being worked out in my life. Say, it is being worked out in my life. You are preparing me for what you want me to do. I give you the praise. I declare that you are in charge of my life. Say, I say it again. My life is not an accident. You are my God. You are my helper. You are the source of my prosperity. You are the source of increase for me. Now say they say no nation, no nation holds my prosperity. No nation holds my increase. No nation, none on this earth holds the secret to my advancement. Say my life is hid with Christ in God. My prosperity is in you, Lord. It is the Lord my God that's given me power to get wealth. So wherever I am, there I can prosper because my God is my judge. He brings down one and he lifts me up. This is where I said it. He's bringing down one and he's lifting me up. God is my judge. Society is not my judge. The environment is not my judge. God is my judge. He's making all things work together for me. And I give him the glory. Say the people of Mount Seir, the Ammonites, the Moabites, right now, they are being routed in the name of Jesus. Let me say something to you. You may not even know who they are. Are you getting my point? Yes. There are laws that have been written against you, but now they are being routed. Amen. Tony Bakari's story is always interesting there. He said, the Jew prayed for him, prophesied to him that God will make him prosper. He has gone to him that he should pray that God will bless him so that he will be able to have enough money to sponsor many things they were doing in church at that time, the gospel. And the man prayed for him, and they sacked him from his job. Listen to me. Any job that will not let you progress, be sacked in Jesus' name. And you are saying amen happily now. <laughs> when it happens, please remember to rejoice. Yes. Let me say one more time. 
any job that will limit you so that you will be short of God's glory for your life. Right now, receive sack. In the name of Jesus. Your sack is coming. In Jesus' name. So if you are here today and you get fired, rejoice. Something great is about to happen to you. Don't feel bad for one moment. Just rejoice. Listen, somebody will be sacked. That's a matter of fact. But what I'm telling you is that it's so that you may be lifted. Tunde Bakari said said to him, that's Pastor Yadiboye then, when he came to report, that you prayed. Bila said you didn't calibrate the bullet well. I told you to tell all my enemies to die. Nami can't die. And the man of God laughed. Why did he laugh? He said the kind of prosperity you prayed for, nobody will pay it to you as a salary. So the man now said to him, go and start your own practice as a lawyer. He said there was a law at that time that did not allow people like him to work on their own. A few days later, he was watching TV. The Armed Forces Ruling Council, Supreme Military Council at that time, canceled that law. They canceled the law. I am convinced because of him. And the first job he got paid him two years' salary at a go. Somebody said, thank God for sack. You know now, sack sounds very nice, right? Yes. So when it's happening to you, don't be afraid to. Just laugh. He said, you, when you see these things happen, look up. Your redemption draws near. Are you getting my point here? Listen to me. Everything that looks like a blessing today, that's making you comfortable so that God can lead you to another level, will destroy it in agreement in Jesus' name. Somebody, the landlord will give you quick notice. Don't be angry. That house, God doesn't like it again. A better one is waiting for you. Some, you will pack into your own. So don't, look, we are Christians. We don't behave the way unbelievers behave. We know that nothing happens to us by accident. You know what God said? If I don't want you to cut your hair, we'll be tied tied the barber that rise. You know, it's your Bible like that. Ah, you've not read it like that? It's in the Bible. The Bible says, if I don't want you to cut your hair, woe betide the barber that tries. How did Jesus say it? He said, not one strand of your hair falls down without your father knowing about it. If it doesn't approve, your hair can't cut. Do you get my point? Yes. So you now think your tire will now leak when the strand of hair cannot fall and God did not know about it. If tire misbehaves for me, I just stand there, I just be rejoicing. Lord, I thank you. Last time I was going for my convention, <laughs> three, three of us ministers, our car spoiled at the same time. <laughs> Pastor Craig was coming from Sokoto. His car knocked the engine. I was about to get to Benin. My car's um, oil, meter, oil pump stopped working. Pastor Deva was coming. <laughs> His brake spoiled. I said, it's going to be a great meeting. That's our interpretation. People say, eh, the devil said we will not go for this convention. The devil has never wanted us to go for anything. So there is nothing new. So why should I now be glorifying the devil? That one, I managed to get my family out of there. I sat in the car. I said, Lord, well, maybe I need this time to pray. I just looked for something to think about it. So I began to pray. I sat in my car. I began to pray. Father, I thank you. This meeting is going to be glorious. Because I didn't believe. And of course, don't forget one thing. Many times I said, God demands what from us? A sacrifice of what? Praise. What's a sacrifice of praise in that context? It's something you do that shows that you really believe that God is in charge. 
And number one sacrifice of praise is praise. You see what I said? <laughs> At that time, just start praising God. Just start worshiping Him. Just start thanking Him. Many of us were trained to start saying, Oh, it's my enemies. You have finished, you have, you have spoiled it. You spoiled it. Give God His sacrifice of praise. Why am I talking about it? Because sometimes, listen to me, there's always spiritual things work. We've not had time. Well, we won't talk about it for now. I've talked about it years ago. I'm not talking about it in recent times. Many of the things we say, when God, you know, there are spiritual principles he operates by, which he engineers by himself. There are times he wants to do something. He'll say, I'm having a conflict in the judgment room concerning this matter. Do you get my point? For us believers, it's a matter of faith. So, Satan is there saying, no, he can't move forward. No, he can't move forward. No, she can't move forward. No. Why? And Satan is bringing the accusations. And Jesus now says, he will move forward. She will move forward because I have blessed him. I have blessed her. Then Satan says, but blessings are activated by faith. So that's what the Bible calls the demonstration of his righteousness. So God, could, he knows your heart. He knows you have faith. He could just say, go ahead, bless him anyway. But say, no, let me show to the earth. Let me show to the heavens that I'm just. He said he has faith. So God said, all right, I'll prove a temptation for him. Satan is there. He can't move forward. Jesus said, I bless this boy. I bless this girl. She will move forward. And God said, well, for me to rule, let's rule based on what? Faith. So I approve trial for him. So they sign a decree. Trial is allowed. One demon is allowed to disturb you. An angel is there crossing his hand looking at you as you are being disturbed. You want to cross the road in your car. One drunk driver slams into a wham, breaks your light when you are broke. When Satan wants to win, you know what happens? You will come out and say, God, but I paid my tithe. What are you? I paid my tithe. I paid my tithe. This special seed. God will just say, say, this boy don't disgrace person. <laughs> no, God doesn't want to show that you have faith. So that happens. That's why James said, count it all joy when you fall into what? Diverse trials and temptations. So such times, what, what is God waiting for? What you will say with your mouth. So something evil like that happens. Don't forget, they are standing. He wants to write a judgment. He wants to approve something. But they said there has to be faith to back it. So, okay, let us do what they call the trial of faith. So that guy runs into the car. And you look. Now that I don't have anything. The children are supposed to resume school next week. All the money I have is for their school fees. You come out to look and say, Lord, you are aware of all of these facts, right? In that case, you are a good God, you are a merciful God. I want to thank you because you remain faithful no matter what happens. Just tell yourself, park this car, take care for the next one month. Won't you repair it? I don't have the money to repair it. I'm sorry. You pack it up. Oh, when God wants to make it worse, you know, there are times that you are jammed by a man poorer than you, and you can see it. Yeah. <laughs> His car is worse than your own. When you see the man, you dash him money to buy an analgesic because he was injured while he was injuring you. So that's the kind of person that God will now send that day. So you can't even drag with him. And this is Nigeria. Third party insurance is just for police. <laughs> of course. And so what do you do? How do you respond? There's always practical sides to these things. Father, I thank you. Lord, I, I rejoice in keke, keke transportation. Thank you for buses. Thank you for everything. Just go and park the car, lock it up, pay children's school fees, 
Your children will not, won't know where they got this air-conditioned vehicle from. Every day, they will blow their face when they are going to school. Believe me, God needed that to approve your blessing. He needed it. Don't, don't fail. Let's give it a second. Say, Father, I thank you. Because you are a good God. You are a good judge. You are working. That's what they call the sacrifice of praise. Let's give him praise again. Let's give him praise again. Say, Lord, I thank you. Because you are good and you are working. I know. I'm, look, my life is not an accident. Just give thanks again. That's what they call praise. Though. That is what is called praise. That is what is called praise. Alright, the Lord is good. Let's open our Bibles quickly. Just read this psalm together and then we'll close with it. Just please quickly go to Psalm 23. It's a psalm that is so beautiful we should read it again. It's a psalm that tells us this thing that we have just discussed, Psalm 23. This is to let us know that God is in charge of our lives. That's what it means to be the shepherd. The Lord Jesus is in charge. He's the shepherd. Somebody say amen. amen. Are you there? All right, we're all there. Let's go. One to go. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Verse 4. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed my head with oil, and my cup overflows. Surely, goodness and loving kindness will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. That is your portion in Jesus' name. Amen. Indeed, we give him praise because he's our shepherd. We give him praise because he's leading us. We praise him, our God, for he restores our soul. Father, we praise you. Jesus, we praise you. You guide us in the path of righteousness for your name's sake. Even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we will not fear any evil. Any evil. For we know that you are with us. Your rod and your staff, they are comforting us. Thank you, because you have prepared the table before us. Yes, our enemies can't stop it. That's why we are not concerned about them. No, we are not. Our cup runs over. Thank you for goodness. Thank you for mercy. Thank you for your loving kindness does not fail. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's share the grace in fellowship. Because of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, surely we have passed out of death and we have passed into life. We have passed out of darkness into the light of Christ. We have passed out from under the curse into the blessing. All things have passed away in our lives. We are now filled with the Spirit of Christ. We live above sin and walk above the devil because we are seated high above with Christ. This is our season of multiplication and dominion. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Please bless somebody on your left or your right. Bless another person, please. This is your season of multiplication. Bless one more person. Now, please give it to yourself. My season of multiplication and dominion in the name of Jesus. All right, cheer up, brethren. The word was God bless you.